Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Sonny's with me today. Hello. Aren't you guys glad to see Sonny today? I bet. I'm sure they are. How many of you guys follow Sonny on social media? Sunny actually has her own, um, I'm just going to go ahead and pull it up here real quick, her own Instagram account. And uh, she she has a jump roping thing. So Sunny likes to professionally jump rope. Yeah, it would be maybe when people start paying me. Yeah. Well, that would, that's generally the definition of a pro, right? Nobody's paying me yet. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to show this video of Sunny jump roping just because I'm in awe of the whole jump roping thing, right? So uh, here is Sunny jump roping on her Instagram uh, at the underscore Sunny Shaw. Look at that. That is a one pound jump rope. Like the <laughs> jump rope weighs a pound, doesn't it? Look at her face. She's like, eek, don't get me. And then, bam. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> one hurt. Oh, you should have played it with the audio. Oh, Will yeah. Hear it? I, yeah, we, I can play with the audio in just a second. Yeah, so much better. it's much better with the audio. I didn't realize we, we had sound effects, but let's see. Uh, there we go. I'll let it go through, but there we go. All right. Sharing with the audio. Don't stop, rock it out, baby. Oh, see, I thought that's what we were gonna hear on the So was that music playing while you were jump roping or no, I actually added it after I took the video. That's my one pound rope. I have a two pound rope, but I don't use that one yet. I'm not ready for that one. It PN- looks like a garden hose. PNW says uh, saw they saw your video on the pogo stick. Oh, yeah. Outside the house. That's a good one. But that's another one of my. That's at Sunny Shaw uh, at I'm sorry, at the underscore Sunny Shaw. And thank you, Dragons Talon, for the fifty dollar super chat. Sunny, bring the snark. I will supply the coffee fund. Oh, wow. I'll be sure to, <laughs> I'll be sure to get I have tonight. my coffee right here. There's my coffee. Sunny was making coffee earlier. I don't think you have it with you now. No, I drink it all. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, coming up, just wanted to show you some really cool things that are coming up here at um, Liberty First. Some teachings that we are going to be doing. So um, pretty much the rest of this week is nothing. But then we're going to be in Dunedin, Florida, doing our Educate, Organize, and Activate seminar. Uh, That is going to be from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. in Dunedin, Florida. And this is where JC and I teach about political activism. This is not just simply a constitution. It is constitution training. But it's not just constitutional training. It's also practical. Get out on the streets. Learn in practical ways how to be in the system to beat the system. 
And Sunny, um, I don't have you even been through one of those yet? Yeah, yes, I have. You have? Yeah, yeah. in um Texas. In Texas? Remember? Cuz JC teaches that with me. Maybe I haven't. Yeah, this is actually a class that has it's a what well, we it's like a Liberty Summit. So it has three classes. So the first class I teach about the constitution, state oh, okay. and federal. And the second class, JC teaches about uh, political organization, hmm. right? And so, and then the third class, he and I teach together about activism. Oh, I guess I've never been to, mm -mm. Um, nope. never been through that one. Well, maybe you should come to the Dunedin class then. Maybe I should come. If y'all come to the Dunedin class, Dunedin, Florida, then you can, <clears throat> you can be, that you can you can also see Sunny. See, this is at chrisannhall.com. And so you just click on the calendar if you want to know how to do it. And then this is actually June. Can you believe it's June already, Sunny? I, I just cannot, cannot believe, it. believe it. And then look, if you click on the event, there you go. Wow. Look at that. That's so crazy how all the events are on the calendar. All on the calendar. You wouldn't need <laughs> You wouldn't you, know there was a calendar if you read the comments of some of your posts. So, so um, just in case you're wondering, Dragon Stallion, that's snark. <laughs> Winston is like, oh, look, you wouldn't know there's a calendar because yeah. we get emails all the time. Chrisanne, how come I never know where you are? People I missed to, your yeah. events. Do you ever teach anywhere? Like, um, <laughs> check the calendar. It's not hidden. Check the calendar. This is really cool. Um, we're going to be in Washington. I like to let you guys know about these things up front, but we're going to be in New Hampshire and then Maine. That's Massachusetts, not Maine. Mm -hmm. uh, Maine. And uh, we're also going to be on Flashpoint that Thursday. JC's actually going to be on Flashpoint that oh, time. Oh, that's exciting. And then for the month of June, we're going to be in Burlington, Washington. We're going to be there. Be in Spanaway, Washington. And then I'm going to skip to July because something really cool happens in July. In July, we're going to be on a cruise, a river boat cruise. Check this out. I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm just clicking through for you guys to see this because this is really awesome. I have... This is only the second river cruise I have ever been on in my life, oh, right? Waves of freedom. Yeah, waves of freedom. July 9th, 2021, we are going to be on the river cruise uh, teaching at the St. John's River. Going to be so awesome. Can't wait. Going to be exciting. So, you want this is this is obviously because it's a cruise mm -hmm. limited seating capacity. So you need to be on that cruise. If you're anywhere near Florida, hey, if you've never even been to Florida, you want to come to free Florida mm -hmm. and you want to do something fun while you're there. Uh, go on a river cruise. I've never actually been on a river cruise. I have been on a river cruise. Has you been on the? Have you been on the St. John's River cruise? No, but since I'm from Pittsburgh, <gasps> Pittsburgh's surrounded by the river. Oh. There's like, there's like, um, like the Gateway Clipper. If uh -huh. anyone's familiar with that, it's like a boat restaurant cruise mm -hmm. kind of thing that you go on around oh, the city. You just reminded me. I'm lying. 
I've been on river cruises before. I've been on lots of river cruises. I grew up in the Mississippi River. Yes. So I grew up on St. Louis. Um, how many of you out in there are familiar with the St. Louis Arch? Have you ever been up inside the St. Louis Arch? I've never been inside of it, but I've been to St. Louis and I've seen the arch. So you didn't get to go up to the top? No, I didn't. Oh, that is way though. cool. I would have went up there. My dad, uncle, and my grandfather were on the construction crew that built the arch. Wow. Yeah. 620 feet high. I know that wow. because every year we took a field trip. Every child who grows up every year. Ooh, did you see that? That was weird. Uh, every year, every child that grows up in St. Louis takes a field trip to the arch. We go up. There's a big museum in the bottom. Tells all about Missouri and St. Louis history, the gateway to the West. And yeah, so, uh, oh, there we go. This person, oh, EJ wow. loves the ga gateway clipper. So there anyway, just like the gateway clipper, there are ships that go, go under there up and down the Mississippi river oh, wow. and, and their dinners, right? You mm -hmm. go on and there's a big dinner and you can ride it up and down. And we actually even have on the St. Louis on the Mississippi river in St. Louis, a floating McDonald's. I think actually it's wow. the only floating McDonald's. The only floating McDonald's. That's really very special. Yep. Hey, you guys, um, you know, I talk about Sunny a lot because she makes our graphics. And so this is one of the graphics that Sunny made for us today. This is our history lesson today. Uh, this is from Mercy Otis Warren, my favorite founding mother, 1788. So in 1788, just a little bit of history for those of you who know that this is a teach show and not just a talk show. Uh Mercy Otis Warren was not simply just any woman, right? She was not. She was the first American woman playwright, the first American woman his, uh, historian, and the first American woman political advisor. And so um, in 1788, Mercy Otis Warren would have been writing as one of the anti-federalists. Raise your hand out there if you know what an anti-federalist is. So uh, she was somebody who was uh, questioning the provisions of the Constitution and it giving suggestions on how uh, the, the, they, she believed that the constitution should be amended, corrected before ratification. And so in 1788, this would have been one of the, from one of the writings where she was writing about the constitution of the United States. Look at this. PNW took the genealogy of the constitution last night. Wow. wow. Amazing. That would have been done at, uh, at, uh, libertyfirstuniversity.com. Yeah. Hey, guys, if you want to to know how to do uh, to sign up for Liberty First uh, dot com, Liberty First University dot com. Sorry, I did that wrong. Liberty First University dot com. Then just go there. You can take the uh, course there at no cost to you. Right. So you can take the genealogy of the Constitution. I'm going to put it here in the chat room so you guys can see it. Liberty first university.com that's spell that right i think so there we go so libertyfirstuniversity.com you can take the genealogy of the constitution at no cost and then you'll get to learn some things that mercy otis warren knew that's a good class of 
been in it many times. You have been in that class many times. If I've been in any class, <laughs> I've been in the genealogy <laughs> of the Constitution class. Yes, you have. Okay, she says, all writers on governments agree. And the feelings of the human mind witness the truth of these political axioms. That man is born free and possessed of certain inalienable rights. That government is instituted for the protection, safety, and happiness of the people and not for the profit, honor, or private interest of any man, family, or class of men. And so there you have it. Mercy Otis Warren just simply explaining to us that we are possessing of inherent rights and that our rights are not gifts from government. And you see, uh, those of you who are watching, but if you're just listening, because we have many, we have thousands of people who just listen, Sonny, on podcasts and all over the world, actually. Uh, we have trusted elected people to office for one purpose, to protect the rights of the people. That's actually what the Declaration of Independence says. It says mm -hmm. that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. Not to regulate, mandate, or control our rights for their own profit, power, and influence. And so there's our history moment for the day. Thank you, Mercy Otis Warren. PNW says, um, he, she, don't, can't tell from that. We don't want to assume anyone's gender We don't gender want to assume any here. genders. Yeah. Tonight is Origins of Liberty. Yes. And make sure as a Liberty First University student that you take the time to get the most out of your education and read the material that goes along with the classes. So there you have it. Uh, exciting, exciting, exciting stuff. Let's see what we have here. Uh, oh, I know what we have here. Um, where is this? Nope. Oh, we were going to do this thing. Right. Check this out, guys. So Sunny got this message on her phone and she shared it with me. Yes. This is also from Sunny's Instagram page. I'm going to go ahead and, and make it bigger so you guys can see it. I get texts from the city of Tampa. From the city of Tampa. Somehow they got my number. City of Tampa violating federal law. Right? So look at this. First and foremost, Tampa, Florida. Free one shot Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccines available Friday, May 28th in Hyde Park. Free pizza, live DJ, and an ambulance waiting by for your adverse reactions yeah, and giveaways. Now, Sonny makes a really good point. Why isn't there text messages going out which are incentives for people to eat right, exercise, and boost their immune system? Now, you can't read all of Sonny's posts because, look, the, the AI covered your post up with their little COVID of sign course. there. Isn't it interesting how desperate they are for us to get this shot? I didn't want to call it a vaccine because it's not. It ain't a vaccine. Now, what's what uh, it, it is very interesting because when was the last time they gave away free pizza, live DJ and giveaways in Tampa paid for paid for? By the way, who's paying for this? 
Um, taxes. Yes, but not just taxes. Whose taxes? Ours. Our taxes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Our taxes. Our taxes giving away. Okay, free. Is it free? Well, no, it's it's not free because it's our money. Do you know, Sonny, I actually was invited to teach an economics class one time. Uh, I don't even, I think it was actually in Arizona. Can't remember. It was a community college in Arizona. The economics professor asked me to, asked, <laughs> asked me to come in and teach on the Constitution. I even think I taught the genealogy class oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah. And so um, I had mentioned something about free and the economics professor stopped my presentation and rebuked me. Wow. He said, there is nothing free. We don't use that word in our classroom. There is absolutely nothing free because everything costs someone something. He says, if you're going to give something away, you can say, I'm giving it to you at no cost to you. Mm -hmm. But it did cost me. Right? Somebody. So when Tampa is running around talking about how they're going to be giving away free pizza, mm -hmm. that is not even an accurate terminology. Because it's not free. Right. It's just the people who are getting it didn't pay for it at that moment. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's a good point, Money, Sonny. At that moment. Yeah. They will pay for it later, won't they? Well, yeah, of course. Because it's coming out of their taxes. Can I wonder if we can think, help us out there in the audience, of how many things had to be paid for to get that free pizza, free in finger quotes, free pizza to these people? Um, I mean, if you go all the way back to the beginning, let's just assume it's a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, because right? it's... You can't give out cheese pizza. No. That's like what you give out to like kindergarten. Yeah. So pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Pepperoni pizza. So, so you have... beginning, you have to pay the farmer for the pig. Yeah. Oh, but before that, the farmer has to buy the pig. He has to feed the pig. Well, he has to build a farm first. There you go. He has to build the farm first. See, he has to buy some land. Buy land. Build a farm. Build a farm. Raise some pigs. Mm -hmm. And that's just for the pepperoni. We're that's not just talking about the crust or the cheese, the dairy cow, or the oil, or right. any spices. Right. So just for the pepperoni alone, you have to have somebody with a with land who owns a farm, who buys a pig, who feeds the pig, mm -hmm. who raises the pig, who slaughters the pig, which is everyday work too, because that means his time is money Every at this day point of too. your life. Every day. So raising animals isn't like a nine to five. Just pepperoni alone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a class. This is a show that you should have your children watching right now so that they can have some kind of critical thinking process. Example of what it costs to make things. I'm serious. I'm not trying to be snarky. I am dead serious. Sit down with your children and your grandchildren today and say, let's look at this sandwich. Who had to have money for us? Who had to pay money for us to have this sandwich? Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, we just talked about pepperoni. 
And we're already, I mean, we haven't even gotten, we haven't even gotten the pepperoni in the tube yet. Nope. So there is nothing free about this pizza that they're going to be giving away. Not to mention the DJ that your tax dollars are paying for. A lot. Great. A live DJ. And the giveaways. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. What are they giving away? TV? Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's just crazy. Crazy. But here's the other thing, Sonny. The J&J, Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine, has actually been revoked. They don't even, they they should not even be giving the Johnson & Johnson Mm -hmm. shot because the Johnson & Johnson shot was recalled. Maybe that's why they have to bribe people to come out and get this one. I don't know. It's just crazy to me because they've never, like I get texts all the time from the city of Tampa about come to this place and from the beginning, oh, the vaccine's available for these people. Now it's available for people under 40. Now it's available for 16 and up. I get their texts Mm -hmm. all the time and they've never once sent any text messages saying, everyone, um, please boost your immune system by drinking water and light exercise daily. Like they don't incentivize things that you could do naturally. I'm like, what? It's just suspicious to me how desperate they are for people to come and take this shot when they've never once mentioned anything that you could do to naturally protect yourself from a virus. It's just very suspicious. It is very suspicious. It is very suspicious. And for me, it's disturbing because, again, like I said, the J&J has been recalled. And the desperation using my tax dollars to fund something that I think is an abomination to begin with. Thomas Jefferson called that sinful and tyrannical to force someone through the through the collection of tax dollars to pay for something they abhor or disbelieve. Jefferson said is sinful and tyrannical. And this is sinful and tyrannical. And not only that, it's a violation of federal law because federal law says that if you're going to encourage someone to take the vaccine, Mm -hmm. because they're not vaccines, the shots, they're called emergency use authorized drugs. Mm -hmm. Okay. E-A-E-U-A, right? Mm -hmm. So if you encourage someone to take an E-U-A, then you must also inform them of the risks of taking that EUA. Mm -hmm. So, and it also says that coercion is a violation of that law. So giving out, finger quote, free stuff is definitely coercion. They have violated this federal law in so many ways. But as we're going to see in the other story, what exactly happens to government when they violate their the law? So, I don't know. You're right, though, Sonny. If it's that good for you, then why do they have to try to coerce people to take it? And, well, I could, it's too much to say. No, go ahead. Well, Let go. I mean, obviously, tell, since they're giving, JC rants, so go ahead. Since they're giving away, quote, free pizza and giveaways, you can tell that they're going for a specific demographic of people. What type of people come out for free things? It's not the upper middle class. 
and the wealthy class are not driving downtown to get a free slice of probably Little Caesars pizza Mm -hmm. or whatever they're giving out down there. It's going to be people who are more towards lower middle class and or young people young people because young people like pizza yeah young people like will come out for anything free so you could it's very clear the demographic that they're targeting here right well that means it's also possibly racist because uh the the left is always saying that the minorities are inequitably the lower the low economic class right yeah yeah so so that makes this tampa drive racist because they're targeting the the lower economic class which they claim is primarily the minority people mm-hmm. with free food mm-hmm. so they're just targeting groups of people who are already marginalized generally so you let me let me I may ask out there in, in our audience, how many of you are hunters? Anybody hunters out there? Um, before you go deer hunting, what do you do outside your deer stand? Are you a hunter? I'm not a hunter, but I'm pretty sure they cover themselves in like stinky like yeah, urine. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's that not, not the answer. No, no, no. That's not the answer. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't looking for the stinky urine, but somebody probably out there knows exactly what you're well, talking about. You, they like stinky urine. No, I mean, well, when you go to Bass Pro, they always have those like tiny bottles of different urine, urine that you can like, <laughs> you know, to mask the human. All right. So I'm talking about for weeks before you're going to go hunting. There you go, Michelle oh. Hopper. That's it. The weeks before you go hunting. What do you do in front of your deer stand? Right? What do you do? They put grain. They put these feeders out, right? Mm -hmm. They give the deer free food to get them to come to a place so they can go hunting. I don't know why that analogy comes to my head when I think of free food and J&J shots. But who, who was it that it was like some dictator was kind of like explaining his methods to someone and he used a chicken. Mm-hmm. He like had, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? He had like some chicken feed in his hand, gave mm-hmm. it to the chicken. And then he like went and ripped a bunch of the chicken's feathers out. Oh. And then the chicken came right back to him when he put food in his hand. Again. Yeah. I think that's actually a, it, it's it an old Stalin of- story. It's a story that I don't know. If JC was here, he'd be able to tell if it was actually real, but there's an old story whether it's real or wives tale i'm not sure that says that stalin in uh as an illustration on how to control the people was to train them to need food and to do that he he did this thing with a chicken where he tortured the chicken by pulling his feathers out and then fed them and and so he said all you have to do is control the food and then you control the people so i'm not really sure somebody out there knows what what we're talking about but uh anyway that's the uh thing out there so ryan uh you need to contact us at libertyfirst.legal libertyfirst.legal and sunny will get your email or your contact information and then we'll uh we'll we'll be able to help you or at least 
put you in the right direction. Yeah, we're talking about behavioral modification. That's exactly right, Brian. And so it's just crazy that people will eat pizza will for free pizza and free stuff, finger quote freeze. Um, then they'll go get the shot, which is absolutely crazy. So scandal, scandal is we're talking about government getting away with all kinds of stuff. There's a new scandal for the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Luan Grisham. And it's interesting because this is a violation of open government laws. New Mexico has, oh, hold on. Mac. Say hello to Mac, everybody. Mac is telling everybody in the neighborhood that he is here. This is his home. And he doesn't like the Amazon guy. Hmm. No. Uh, the garbage man can drive up and down the street. Mm -hmm. The mailman can drive up and down the street. But if he hears the UPS truck or Amazon, mm -hmm. he loses his mind. He actually tells the difference between the, the uh, engines or something. I don't know. It's just really, really crazy. So we were just in southern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so when this popped up on my radar, I really thought that it was it was really interesting to me because it was something, you know, I mean, we were just there and we were just teaching the people about the New Mexico Constitution and about the U.S. Constitution and that sort of thing. Right. And so what what I learned from this is that New Mexico actually has open government laws. It's called the New Mexico Inspection of Public Records Act. They are what we call sunshine laws. And it's New Mexico Statute 14-2-6. And it states that records, all government records, which include all documents, papers, letters, books, maps, tapes, photographs, recordings, and other materials, regardless of physical form or characteristics, that are used, created, received, maintained, or held on or on behalf, held by or on behalf of any public body and related to public business, whether or not the records are required by law to be created or maintained. So all these records are absolutely required by law to be kept for public records requests. So if the governor sends an email to someone or if somebody who works for the government sends an email to someone, then that becomes automatically a public record. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who they're sending it to. If they're sending it on as their official capacity mm -hmm. or if they're sending it on an official government computer, mm -hmm. it becomes the property of the people and subject to inspection by the people. Well, here's the scandal, right? So what we have are children, youth, and family department fired two high-level employees. Oh, you guys can't read that anyway. Fired two high-level employees who, uh, for raising concerns about the children's youth and families department using encrypted email messages 
and destroying those mm. messages. So you know how if you're using like um, uh, WhatsApp or Signal, mm -hmm. you can set your messages to delete after a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're actually conducting official communications mm -hmm. on Signal, the messaging app Signal, uh -huh. And then scheduling those conversations to be destroyed. That's pretty suspicious. It's, Is that not? Well, it's suspicious, especially considering that it's the Department of Youth and Families, Children, mm -hmm. Youth and Families. It's like pretty suspicious. Mm -hmm. And apparently this came down from the governor's office that they're supposed to be doing this and that they're supposed to be uh, killing these messages. Mm -hmm. Right. So these two high level hmm. children, youth and family department employees sent a detailed report and asked the governor mm -hmm. to do something about this. And they were fired. Fired. So now because of the Inspection of Public Records Act, they have violated that act, which is a violation of state law. And what's interesting is the House Republicans, right? Just the House Republicans. Why does, why does open government have to be a partisan thing? Why isn't everybody in government concerned when government is not allowing the people to see its business? I mean, seriously, Sonny, what could possibly go wrong with the government communicating with itself and then destroying those records so the people can't see it? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go right? Not much. Well, but the bottom line is this, isn't it? How do we know? Well, we, we don't know. Since they're destroying it all, we have no idea. We have no idea whether they're collaborating to do something, whether they're they're joining with an unlawful uh, agency, whether they're working with terrorists, whether they're working with foreign governments, I mean, whether they're yeah. embezzling money, you, you misusing funds. Yeah. That's like pretty stupid on their behalf to be deleting all those messages because you somebody could come out and say there's like a human trafficking scandal and they wouldn't even have any record to say, no, there's not. But then there's no record to say, yes, there is. See, that's the key. And so then this sort of begs the new, the next question. Okay. So they're actually violating mm -hmm. New Mexico law, the New Mexico inspection of public records act. They're violating that. So, when the house discovers what these two people were fired for, which by the way, their, their firing should be of is a violation of law anyway, because it's retaliation. Mm -hmm. There's whistle law protection laws everywhere. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they brought illegal, illegal uh, activity of their government, of their agency. I mean, it's yeah. their own agency. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That would be like, and now they're fired. You work for the government and you got fired because you 
talk to your boss's boss about something that was wrong. Yes. Like, that's just doesn't make much sense. Well, and that's why we have whistleblower laws that mm -hmm. protect people for life. Because who knows better the nefarious activity of government than those who are working in government? Mm. And the whistleblower laws are there to protect honest people in government who want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, if you don't have a protection for those kind of people, then what you get is a government full of people who are afraid to say anything. No one will speak. So up. they'll keep yeah. their job, right? Mm -hmm. So this is supposed to protect people to keep their jobs. So the question now becomes, since they're destroying records and they're communicating on a crypt, an encrypted channel so it's not even available to the public, mm -hmm. what's the penalty? The That's answer to that question is none, actually. So the open laws acts, these open violating government access laws, very rarely ever result in any kind of punishment to government. Because who's violating the laws? Government. And who enforces the laws? The government. Who punishes people for violating those laws? The government. Okay. So you have the government violating the law, and then you're relying on the government to prosecute and punish the violators. Themselves. Themselves. So, right? So. Like, like a parent that says, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Right. Do as I say, not as I do. And so actually, they're up until 2018, I think it was. I'm trying to remember that case. I pulled it up. But. Up until 2018, that um, the New Mexico government interpreted their own laws to have no penalties for violating uh, the open the Open Records Act. As a matter of fact, what they said was that somebody who claims the open records laws have been violated must prove that their that they suffered monetary damages. Personally? Personally. That doesn't make sense because those people were probably just speaking up because they felt uncomfortable right. that those records were being destroyed. Right. Not because they were, like, suffering. Yeah. Right. And it's not about monetary damages. It's about keeping government out in the open so that, you know, what do they say? Sunshine kills all corruption. And so when government can run around and act like they have nothing, nobody can see what they're doing and they do everything in secret, then nothing can happen. So Governor Grisham in New Mexico is engaging in very questionable, albeit probably nefarious activity through the Department of Children and Families, what Youth and Children Services. That's crazy. How how crazy is this now, in addition to the fact, Children, Youth, and Families Department, that we have all these children being pushed over the Mexico border into New Mexico who are disappearing? Hmm, maybe that's why they're maybe that's why they're destroying all the communication. That's just crazy. Cause you in that like Department of Children, Youth, and Families, and you would be dealing with many kids who don't have any parents in the picture. Mm -hmm. So there's no one even... Well, if if you remember, we covered this not too long ago about how all of the sudden uh, 
you know, the Biden administration hauled all these these Mexican foreign national children who had come over the border shoved in these cages. And there were like thousands and thousands, thousands on them. Then all of a sudden they disappeared Mm -hmm. and they showed these pictures. Oh, no. Now we have them. We are paying government uh, agents to take these children into their home, uh, you know, and all these other things. Right. Mm -hmm. So they poof, they disappeared only to find out later that they were found in other places in these states. So they'd mm-hmm. actually just shipped them into buses mm-hmm. in massive amounts of children to more holding cells in different states. So what if what we're seeing here, the New Mexico Children, Youth, mm-hmm. and Families Department hiding text messages is really about, now this is just speculation, but what if it's really about the Biden administration's mass movement of these foreign national children across our border? It very well could be. I mean, isn't it a little coincidental that it's New Mexico, which I is mean, a border state, and it's the children, children, youth, and families department, and they're hiding what they're doing? It's pretty, I mean, I'm just saying it's pretty suspicious. Yes. Pretty darn suspicious. Well, and that's why open government laws are the way they are. That's why sunshine laws uh, exist. So that the people can see and the government cannot hide. Well, I hope that, that it's more than just the House Republicans who try to shine light on this. And what's interesting to me is that in this in this article, um, it's interesting says that the House Republicans asked, are you ready? The House Republicans asked Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham to provide a report detailing, quote, whether her office staff and or cabinet level staff have been using data encryption and data dumping. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, governor. I'm a house Republican member. Are you dumping your data and using encrypted emails? Why no? Of course not. Of course not. Why would we do that? Okay. Thank you. Just asking. That actually is. As if she's going to be like, well, actually, I have, but I decided I'm going to stop. (laughs) Well, what is the effectiveness of the House Republicans asking the governor to investigate herself? Not very. Come on now. I don't make rockets and I've never done brain surgery. But I don't think I need to know how to do either to understand that it's probably one of the most ignorant and stupid things I've heard is when government asks government to investigate itself. Yeah, maybe it would have been a different if like a bunch of people would have like came together and demanded an investigation. But but even to ask the governor to investigate herself. Who can even investigate the government? Who can do that? Well, that's why you have people like these watchdogs that are 
uh, Searchlight, New Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. So Searchlight, New Mexico is an independent investigative journalism. Mm -hmm. They're a watchdog, right? Mm -hmm. Independent watchdogs. That's who investigates government. And so they've already investigated this, Mm -hmm. at least to a superficial level. So now it's time to actually get an outside counsel, a committee created by the people, not by the governor. I mean, look, even if it's the House who investigates the governor, that's got to be a little bit better than the House asking the governor to investigate the governor. Yeah. So it's the people who should be conducting this investigation with a special counsel chosen by the people, and there has to be a mechanism within the state to do that. But the bottom line is, if anything, if we learn anything at all from this event, anything at all from this event, we must understand that our Sunshine Law uh, statutes need teeth. They need teeth. So we need to have penalties for these people, number one. Mm -hmm. These people who destroy public records or deny access to public records, they need to have some real penalty there. Mm -hmm. And number two, these sunshine laws need to have a, a mechanism within them for the people to establish an independent council. Mm-hmm. So just like you select a jury, mm-hmm. right? So a jury comes from the poll of the people, mm-hmm. right? So we need in these sunshine laws, a mechanism to select a jury of the people from the population mm-hmm. who will investigate the governor. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Not the governor choosing a council to investigate the governor. Not even the House choosing a council to investigate the governor. We need to have a mechanism in the Sunshine Law Acts where the people are chosen by a jury poll to investigate their government. And that's what needs to happen. Well, we are at the end of our show today, uh, Sonny. I keep calling you JC because I'm so used to having him here with me. And we want to thank everybody for joining us. Hey, you guys, give Sonny a hand. Sonny's coming out of her shell. We'll, we'll train her. We'll train her up well. We'll train her up well. Go, to, go on Instagram to <laughs> at the underscore Sonny Shaw. At the underscore Sonny Shaw. Watch her jump rope. I don't don't have that much of a shell in real life. No, you don't. It's okay. camera. Yeah, but you just got to forget the cameras there. That's why we have the comments up there. These are all these people. Look at all these people. Great job, Sonny. There we go. All right, guys. Uh, We will. uh, It is. It's Wednesday. So we will Mm -hmm. see you tomorrow.